Hello and welcome to this week's Independent Music Podcast. Ten of the best new tracks each week, hosted by me, Anthony Chalmers. And me, Gareth Main.
Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Independent Music Podcast. I didn't have anything that jumped out as a sort of starting banger, so I started you off with eight minutes of odd Italian avant-folk experimental jazzy good stuff by Rosso Polare. I'm guessing that means red pole or like polar red, something like that. I mean, you had eight minutes so if it's a Google translate.google.com. I, I don't need to Google translate that. <laughs> I, uh, I think a, a general European language understanding can make some understanding of that. It came out on Cafe Otto's record label, Toku Roku. Uh, the album is called Kani Lenti, which I didn't look up. I could have done that, as Gareth said. I had to have a long time where I could have checked that out. That is the song number five called Karube Chitka. Did you enjoy that, my friend? Yeah, I thought it was fantastic. Definitely a great opener for this week's pod. Polar Red is what it translates as, which... We'll have to rewind the tape. I think what you said was read something about a pole. Uh, excuse me. I think polar red <laughs> was what I said there. We'll rewind the tape. You can check listeners. I'd never come across those guys before. It's a, a duo from Italy uh, until I got the mail out from, from Cafe Otto, really. But they did do a release uh, last year, two years ago, on Russia's Clam Clang Records. And um, regular podcast listener and patron Harsh uh, was posted on Twitter about it around the same time that I heard it and he said he was a big fan of the first record as well, which I haven't heard. So definitely something to dig into there. I don't know, Klim Klang records, you know that one? Clam Clang? No, I don't. I was just going to say, just look at the notes. It wasn't recorded at Cafe Otto, which a lot of the uh, Toku Roku records are or were, I guess. Mm, yeah, no, I don't, I'm not sure that's correct because of the record labels. They definitely did some at the start, but it's, they've been doing a lot of releases and with artists all over the world. So, yeah, I think they maybe did, did a couple of sessions in Otto itself, 
But apart from that, they've just been using what is their sort of extensive network of, uh, you know, avant-garde music fans mm. across the world to get that out there. The duo is Cesare Lopolo and Anna Vezzosi, excuse me, Anna, and uh, they are from Milan and Brescia, and it was recorded between this year and last year. Yeah, what for that? It's just obviously my misconception is, I've, but my understanding was that, but I have not paid enough attention and they've obviously released loads and loads and loads of stuff yeah i mean they're well over 100 releases now i think which is uh, pretty impressive for a record label <laughs> less than a year old yeah catching up to this year podcast in terms of a uh, quantity <laughs> um but yeah no really wonderful stuff if you've got nothing else to say about that i'll move on to the next track i got that okay well i actually for some reason i thought i was opening this week and so i promised an email to response to this being sent to me said oh we'll open next monday's podcast with this it depends how brave i'm feeling and then it was taken out of my hands but so i'm gonna play it now and i feel incredibly brave this is the <laughs> new one from spooky j and Eke, the uh, two-thirds of uh, the the spooky shit label which you know sort of between uganda the uk and the netherlands i don't know if all of them are in amsterdam spooky j jacob he he is in amsterdam at the moment and this record is yeah spooky j and eke collaborating the record is called club spread and this track is called Pacino gringo foda 160 bpm
There you have it. Sounds a spooky Jane FK Passino Gringo Fodo 160 BPM. We're obviously still remotely recording this and obviously on video chat. And sometimes whenever there's an issue at Anthony's side, he'll start waving frantically at me because there's an issue to get me to stop. I thought that was happening quite a few times during that last track as he was flailing his arms in celebration <laughs> of what you just heard. We ended last week's podcast by talking about the Gareth's future DJ set at Real Power Festival. And I think I think we might have just had a taste of it. Yeah. <laughs> I would be lying if I said I hadn't been thinking about that whilst it was playing. <laughs> and next, Barry White. Yeah, exactly. And next, it's Village People. Yeah, uh, uh, spooky shit. Great uh, little uh, trio. It says in their bio they're making spooky beats i would call it more abrasive not, club music not very spooky is it really really that's <laughs> but well there is one there's a spooky j track which i think is unreleased but i must have dj'd it pretty much every time i've dj'd in the last three years i say since i got hold of it which is spooky sakus beat i don't know if that's ever coming out i have i could just ask him uh, but yeah i've played that to plenty of clubs and it's gone down very well and that is definitely a spooky beat Nice. So that track is basically just missing PQ out of the three of them, right? Uh, yes, but he did master it. So okay. I th this may not be true, but I do believe all three of them are involved in all the releases in some manner. So yeah, so this one is produced by Spooky J and Eke, mastered and the artwork also by PQ. Worth also saying that that track that you just heard has a fantastic video that is worth seeking out and watching. I would call it a play on Zoom calls of the last year. And okay. that's what I would call it. But yeah, cracking uh, spookyshit.bandcamp.com. The EP is called Club Spread. Nice. Next one from me is um, a lady called Lucy Gooch. She's from Bristol via Norfolk. She's just signed with uh, Fire Records, who we played on last week's podcast when we played Jane Weaver. I got a mail out about this from the band, uh, from the band, from the label, sorry. I've absolutely never heard of her at all. And I just thought this track was absolutely fantastic. I think this is going to be her debut album, so there's not, not a lot of information going along. But this track is called Ash and Orange. Shut up. 
we go that is lucy gooch the track is called ash and orange beautiful layered choral vocals ambient electronic nice stuff brand new signing with fire records who have got a lot of killer music going on right now and a huge congratulations again for their first ever chart appearance yeah fresh on what 24 was it number 24 exactly something like that exactly fresh from 24th in the charts which feels really great nice to see some indies so indies doing well there and i hope uh, people uh, pick up on lucy as well she did an ep called rushing on past inside the present records which is an indianapolis record label that was an ep that came out right at the start of last year and this is going to be her follow-up i don't have uh, what the title of the album's going to be here all i've got is this song <laughs> really you enjoy that it was lovely it's uh, lovely but also I don't want to do this disparagingly, but it might come out that way. It's not intended, but it's a long way from the what you described as the magical dream pop of Jane Weaver. But it is, like you were saying, uh, Fire Records do a whole host of different types of music. Yeah, certainly really stylistically different from that. Reminded me a little bit of maybe uh, Glasser or totally stylistically different, but the vocal effects layerings reminded me a little bit of Fever Ray, maybe. Yeah, that's certainly the first album that you love. Exactly, yeah. We have different versions of Fever Ray. Whenever someone says Fever <laughs> Ray, we have different views based on the album we love. Yeah, different things come to mind. But yes, I really were uh, trying to get in touch with her about booking some shows because I would love to have her along. Well, stand by for mispronunciation. It happens often in the podcast, but maybe not quite so much as it's going to happen in the next 
30 to 60 seconds. My next track is from a band called Sovichigost, uh, <laughs> who are a uh, Russian quartet who we have played on the podcast before. We played their very first release, in fact, uh, back in 2016. This is their 26th record since 2016. Uh, fair to say they are prolific. They are slash were an avant free jazz band, extraordinarily experimental, very exceptional music. Um, uh, consists of four people, uh, Misha Grubodov, uh, Ramon Grinchev, Anton Ponomarev and Hassan Mustafin. Uh, Again, apologies for all of that. We've um, played Anton on the uh, podcast before. I have. Um, yes. Massacre is... Uh... Yes, he's in Brom, who we've also played yeah. on the pod before. Um, but yeah, like I say, there used to be, or still are, avant-free jazz. But this record is them covering their own songs in a style that is more... Like, this track is more drum and bass, but the record itself sort of goes a little bit all over the place, goes into like trap and guam and into sort of quite bass heavy genres. So if you're aware of their music, this is a bit of a departure. This is uh, Solvitcher Gost, and I'm going to go with the pronunciation of Razmutka. Razmutka. Na shot Разборка! Разборка, разборка!
Sounds of Sovichagosk. The track is called Razmutka. It's uh, taken from the album that I have not translated, so you're going to have to just find it yourself. Svch.bandcamp.com. Uh, it's released on Torpot Recordings, which is a label we've played in the past. It might actually be their first record of uh, Sovichagosk that is actually on a label. But yeah, I think Torpot also released Brom, which is where the relationship with this podcast came from i also made a mistake i also called them a quartet they're actually a quintet and i'm not going to go through all the names again i will just say maywand kwasum is the name of the person or is how i'm pronouncing the name of the person who i missed off before so apologies for that people are going to either think that was great or terrible and nothing in between oh 100 <laughs> percent. I, I am going to make the point right now that i don't only have pretty abrasive club-ish music although that People one have met you gareth they've been listening to this podcast for a while <laughs> they know what's going on <laughs> yeah there's, uh, there's something yeah there'll be uh, there, are, there are other things if anthony just stopped playing quite um melancholy or down tempo music i would stop playing 
this sort of music. The photo of that band uh, features a man who appears to be playing a microwave on stage. So Yeah, there's a reason I didn't translate the album title, uh, which does translate as Dance with the Microwave. And the reason why I hadn't <laughs> translated that is because they mention it in the press release. Cool, Dance with the Microwave. Yeah, so that explains that photo and it also explains the artwork for the album. Their first album, incidentally, back 26 records ago in 2016, features a man riding a hippo which may or may not be how I discovered it in the first place. <laughs> well, you just saw that and you're like, good. I'm sure that Anton got in touch with me with his massacre project about something, Babi Agassi, some years ago. And I've been getting his mail outs and vaguely keeping an eye on the music uh, ever since. I'm sure I can't remember exactly how it came about. But... Yeah, it's one of those ones I stumbled upon once. It's not during my usual Google image search for Man Rides a Hippo. <laughs> you can't lie, Gareth. You can't lie. You can't lie to the audience. Never love a hippo. They're great beasts. <laughs> Want to play you some more electronic music from an artist from London? It's sort of Dune style. It's C4T, but I'm pretty sure it's called Cut. Gareth, you've definitely seen her perform live in as one part of UKAEA. It's um Charlie, who's part of that band's so a pretty integral part. She has put up an album here called Love Haunts, of music that she's been working on on and off over the last few years, but like sort of just never really been online as one record. I think it's quite unusual, and it's definitely got some great stuff on it. And I want to play you the last track, which is called Extra. <laughs>
There we go. Crash ending for the end of the records. That is extra from Cuts, from an album EP collection of songs, whichever way you want to look at it, called Love Haunts. It's sort of like a drum and bass or breakcore song, like threatening to break out and never does. Uh, is the rest of the album like that? or I'd is... say that is a little bit, a slightly more beaty than the rest of the album you know some of the rest of it can be i hate to say more scratchy and abstract because that's sort of what that was but definitely in that vein of things yes it's not like there's a uh, five songs of house music and then that one definitely not yeah because some records are when it's the last track on an album can be non-representative of the rest of the record no i decided that that was probably the most listenable one for the podcast i was thinking <laughs> I was going to say almost like this podcast where we started with something pretty avant-garde and we've not really let up much from that. We we jumped in the water slide. Yeah, well, it's interesting. So my last two tracks are hip-hop and jazz and both fairly accessible. So, yeah, so, you know, it, the rewards are there for those who want to go the rough route. <laughs> um, I'll just quickly tell you a little bit more about this one. Um, cut, or it's, uh, yeah, it's it basically it's com C4T. Charlie Blackburn, she's a North London based visual artist as well as musician, working, as I mentioned, with UKAEA in the large ensemble there, which is where I first came across her, but uh, makes her own music, does all sorts of weird and wonderful stuff in the sort of the warehouses of Seven Sisters and Manor House in that area. And uh, definitely want to book her for some live shows. I had actually had no idea that she did uh, solo music like this. Yeah, I'd love to see that in a dark club. It's coming. It's coming. Great sound system. Probably well, it'd be amazing at somewhere like Plastic People, but I'll go with um, Corsica that Studios. Shot about 10 years ago. <laughs> Might even be longer than that. Yeah, I think it probably is, isn't it? Yeah, I'm just trying to think of small spaces with great sound systems. I quite like um, the glove that fits. Where's that? I don't know that. Quite close to Moth Club, a little bit further out into sort of Haggerston Way. I did Arja there. All right, that, that explains it. Northeast London's not my herd. I'm southeast. Well, she could do that at Rye Wax then, Gareth. Yeah, exactly. Rye Wax, that would do. Or, you know, Stanley Hall in South Norwood would also be great. <laughs> I am going to play some music now from Brazilian artist Numa Gamma. This record is sublime. Like, I was going to play a bit earlier in the podcast, but the moment was right. But this album is absolutely amazing. Uh, the record is called uh, Memories of Onyeda, is the translation, uh, Memorias de Onyeda. And ultimately, the story of it, it was created during a residency held by Sao Paulo Cultural Center in celebration of the 85th birthday of the public record library of Discoteca Onyeda Alvarenga, which is one of the biggest archives in Latin America and is named after the director and founder, Onyeda Alvarenga. So this record is essentially dipping into that archive, taking all the percussion beats, harmonic layers, uh, sort of taken from those archives and combined with field recordings and some other bits of instrumentation taken from other recording sessions, stitched together into this absolutely stunning work of art. It does say here as well, most of the vocals are taken from the historical 1938 folklore research mission, which aimed into recording traditional music from the north and northeast of Brazil. The whole record is for charity. It's pay what you want download, but all the money goes to the movement of the indigenous women of Xingu. And yeah, if they raise more, they will give more to more indigenous ONGSs as well. So yeah, 
This is Numa Gamma. This track is called Cabequetoras de Piano El Cambo Clinchos. There you go, that's the sounds of Numa Gamma, a track called Caragadores de Piano e Cabo Clinhos, taken from their record Memorias de Onyeda. It's absolutely wonderful. It, it translates as Piano and Cabo Clinhos charges, which doesn't really break it down for me anymore. But did I build it up too much, Anthony Chalmers? Oh, you built it up a lot, but I did definitely enjoy it. I know that it's the kind of thing that you absolutely love. And... Um... When we play music that features old recordings of traditional music of some kind, I sometimes kind of feel overwhelmed by the sort of 
insignificance of the sort of my musical understanding mm. or something. And it's like you can listen to all the new releases or you can try to, you know, find out about folk music or metal or house or techno. But, you know, every country has a thousands of year culture of music and everyone unique. And the music of every country is built on top of that. And you're like, where are you supposed to start? What are you supposed to do? But you don't need you don't need to know everything about everything. And I just I like to appreciate these things when they come along. Yeah, exactly. I think yeah, it's unrealistic to expect everyone to have this granular knowledge. Or certainly without it being their full time profession, of which this isn't ours, patreon.com forward slash independent music podcast. But you know, <laughs> it isn't so we don't really have the time to really understand the music ethnography of every country and continent and you know tribe and area and that we play music from uh, so just worth enjoying what there is when it comes along and appreciating it for what it is exactly as you say yeah the record itself it's one of those records that's quite hard to pick one track out of that represents the whole record the whole thing is a stunning journey of lots of different types of music all melded together in this beautiful stew so i would urge you to go and listen to the whole thing wonderful so while that was a sort of commission from uh, a library uh, sort of an archive i also have another sort of collaboration between a musician and an organization singer songwriter musician rob st john has long been an absolute favorite of mine just over 10 years ago he released an album called wield on song by toad records which is one of my all-time favorite albums you know he's in my top 10 without a shadow of a doubt it is in my opinion a complete masterpiece and I've, uh, you know, kept an eye on what Rob has done uh, ever since and like to buy and listen to what he's been releasing. He's done stuff on Folklore Tapes and now here on Blackford Hill, the Edinburgh-based label, which he has released on before. He was commissioned to do a project based around the River Lee. The River Lee is a river running through uh, northeast of London and then out of London through Hackney, Walthamstow, and then out north from there. I used to live in Clapton and I walked on the Lee a lot, and I've been there in December to walk around the marshes. Thames 21, the charity who I volunteer for down here on my local river, commissioned Rob to do a project around walking the River Lee, about the wildlife, about pollution, about people living around it, and to do a record based on his feelings, his experiences, based on his walking, recording, and photographing it. So, no surprise. It's my cup of tea. <laughs> this is the first single that's from it, and it's called Surface Tension.
There we go. That is Rob St. John, and that is Surface Tension from a record of the same name out in May on Blackford Hill Records. As someone who spent a lot of time over the last 12 months walking up and down rivers, and when uh, a record comes out from one of your favourite artists doing something like that, then I'm in for it. Has he been following your social media? Because he could have come up with the inspiration just listening to your podcast and your <laughs> social media. He could have, but I'm nearly certain this is not the case. I think the actual recordings and the project was done a few years ago for this, but the album is just all coming out now, just getting a proper release. And Rob is very much um, a rural man. He's been uh, walking and birdwatching and living in the countryside since all his life, really. So he doesn't need me to encourage him or anything. In fact, quite the opposite, quite the other way around. But I'm sure Rob could teach me a thing or two. So you have fairly strong opinions on listening to music whilst or listening to anything on headphones whilst out in nature. Would you make an exception for that record? Absolutely not. No. Even if you were walking down the river that inspired it? No, no, absolutely no. If you were doing a particular thing, exactly, listening to a record inspired by a particular location to take in a particular thing, that makes perfect sense to me. I will certainly give an exception to that. Yeah, I'm just wondering. As long what... as it's not the the one time you visited there or something, you know, like to, to do that, because you, you can get a lot of those sounds just around you. Interesting, yeah. I just, uh, yeah, yeah, just wanted to push where your lines are, where, where you're drawing your lines. Headphones off, people. <laughs> you know, I really know how to sell a podcast. Uh, no, well, you can <laughs> listen to the podcast en route when you're on the bus <laughs> or in the car or however you get around. Or if you're walking down a busy road, you can listen to the podcast. But when you're by the river, headphones off. Well, obviously, you can appreciate this stuff absolutely however you like. It's just that um, too long spent by myself over the last 12 months has turned me into a wrong'un. Uh, yeah, uh, no, it's, it's fine. We won't get into your other strong opinions that you've formed over the last 12 months by being out in nature, which makes it sound more sinister, but I will assure our listeners there is nothing sinister don't about Don't ask Anthony. Anthony about pets. Yeah, don't. I'm going to play some music from one of my absolute favourites, which is LaRange, an artist we've played often in the past, been big fans ever since Anthony brought him to the podcast with Jeremiah J a long, long time ago, back in 2015. This is actually his first record under his own name since 2019, since his other one with Jeremiah J. Wow, was it that long ago? I guess all the ones with Cool Keith and whatnot was all before, and I guess he did um, the Marlowe ones since then, but not under his own name. 100% correct, yeah. So Complicate Your Life With Violence in 2019 was his last uh, record with Jeremiah J. And yeah, Marlowe 2 with Solemn Brigham came out last year. And this one is with Namir Blade. It's called Imaginary Everything. It's coming out on the 7th of May. This is the first track from it. It's called Corner Store Scandal. Oh, yeah. oh baby. Oh. Uh. Run it up, run it back, throw it up, swish. Run them up, paint it black, slither them in. Just a roll, finger roll, go to soul, summer, go to soul, summer, go to soul, uh, please don't throw no salt on my candle. 
Black flag vandal, corner store scandal. Niggas don't dance no more, we just scramble. Four five ramble, niggas drop like anvil. Poor poor slide, we blend in like Randall. Sky financial, profit just amplify. My wings don't fly, I take a gamble. Every time I take a dive from that panel. Panorama be the main you In your block so fast, I might just go and crash like Bandicoot. When you game and keep the change, you fucking filthy animals. I do what damage do, this spread like famine do. I spank your boot, I'm international. Run it up, run it back, throw it up. Swish, run a muck, paint it black, slither in. Yes, scissor roll, finger roll, go to so, summer. Go to so, summer. Go to so, summer. Run it up, run it back, throw it up. Swish, run a muck, paint it black, slither in. Yes, scissor roll, finger roll, go to so, summer. Go to so, summer. Look. All I ever wanted was a bag full of money And a new so I could dash with the homies And some new shit that I could bump by myself Everything you do, you know I do it for my health Ay. All I ever wanted was a bag full of money And a new so I could dash with the homies And some new shit that I could bump by myself Everything you do, you know I do it for my go Laurence and Namir Blade track called Corner Store Sc- Scandal god that is really difficult to say after you just got through a lot of uh, uh, proper tongue twisting uh, non-English names <laughs> I thought that one you should swan through it yeah, I know it's a Corner Store Scandal imaginary everything is the name of the album yeah it's out on the Mellow Music Group 7th of May and the thing I love about Laurence there's lots I love about him but one is that his production is absolutely unmistakable but every release sounds completely new. I was going to say that I felt that I tended to agree with you with that. Actually, the Laurent's production is unmistakable. I thought that didn't sound like Laurent at all. I enjoyed it, but I, n- I never would have guessed it as a Laurent release. Ah, well, I thought differently, but yeah, it's uh, definitely different for sure. But it's kind of like the full, always different, always the same sort of. Because it sounded like it was a band, nearly. I'm sure it's samples, because that's how he works it. But it kind of sounded more like a band. Yeah. Wow. Interesting. Yeah. So I mean, definitely, obviously, the original sample is. But yeah, it's, it's that crackly. I don't want to say this because I'm quite bad at saying things that might come across as disparaging. But I don't mean it to be like that. But it's like the ye olde sound to it. The, the sort of the crackle of the record, whatnot. Yeah, definitely you can hear that on some some of his samples from old uh, 1920s, 1930s piano type stuff. 
Yeah, so a little bit about Namir Blade. Um, yeah, he's also sort of part of the Mellow Music Group stable. He had a record out called Affilion's Travelling Circus on Mellow that came out, what, in September last year? On that record, it was he did all the production and whatnot, but Laurent actually was the executive producer on that record, so one for me to go and have a look-see. Yeah, I missed that one. Yeah, I mean, Mellow released a lot of stuff, so I end up sort of gravitating to the artist's I know on there, particularly LaRange, but uh, a couple of others as well. So, yeah, really, really good stuff. Nice one. I want to play you the latest release from Barcelona's Maggie Rocha, a record label that we play from time to time, the home of um, Dame Area, amongst others, although Dame Area's latest one was released on Mannequin Records. Oh, I can't wait to get that. I ordered that immediately after the podcast. <laughs> and, yeah, they're doing, actually, sorry to distract, but that Dame Area record on Mannequin Records, they're doing, there's 200 copies of it. And they're doing four editions of 50, and they're doing, like, screen-printed covers. They're completely different covers for each one, so... Nice. I better order one for myself. I have the download, but uh, no, I haven't ordered a record. The only sort of stuff I think I have coming is a couple of releases from Night School Records, including their Movies for Ears sort of reissue from Ella Orleans. I have the new Gazelle Twin that we played on the podcast in, like, November that I ordered at the time. Uh, the one with the New Cross Orchestra, the New Cross Choir. Yeah, I'd totally forgotten it existed, so that's going to arrive <laughs> at some point. Nice. I thought um, mentioning um, Ella Orleans, it might uh, lead us on quite nicely, actually, to mentioning that we have a live show on Thursday where we're going to be exploring the music of Poland, which is uh, where Ella's from. I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm going to bring some of her to the table. So um, if you are a patron, and thank you very much to all our patrons and supporters, then you are, can join us for free to our live show, which is this Thursday at 8 o'clock, as always, via Zoom. You will have received your invites, patrons, and we're going to be exploring the music of Poland. We're going to have some jazz, we're going to have some hardcore, we're going to have some techno, we're going to have some experimental, we're going to have all sorts. It's going to be brilliant. Yeah, and a uh, good time to shout out our three Count them. Three new patrons, Tobin Jones, Rob Dickens, and Sven Rothenbuehler. Thank you so much for supporting us and for some kind words said this week, which has cheered Anthony up no end. Yes, yes. Your, your, your message, Sven, was so nice that it absolutely made our evenings. It was stunning. I feel like I started to introduce this song and then you sort of sent it off the rails and then I dived it off the cliff. Um, and I want to play you an artist called Jacko. It means, uh, I believe it means heroin or something or words to that effect in Spanish. He's a local artist and he's releasing this record, Los Misterios, on Meguio Rocha. This track is called Sir. Nos enviaron a las tierras del sur Aparecimos donde desfila Y la cruz o ese sur yo conocía Y es desnudos Allí sangraban y ardían. Inventaron un desierto para firme trasnochar con palmeras y dunas que no eran la verdad. Dejé llevar. Pues me quería saber. 
There we go, four minutes of slow motion, sort of drugs music dub from Jacko there, Los Mysterios, The Mysteries is the name of the record, and that is called Sir. Exceptional stuff. It's kind of one of that makes me think that I just need to just get in touch and just be like, how much do I need to give you for all of your releases on vinyl that you still have? Like, 100 pounds, slap them over. Let's do this. <laughs> if you do that, get two. <laughs> yeah. It might make it cheaper. <laughs> I imagine that uh, probably a lot, lots of them are, are sold out. But um, yeah, I, I'm actually flicking back here, and I, I do have quite some of this from Atsuzake to Kwa to Future Du Herero. But yeah, no, there is a, a lot of great music there from the darkest underground of Barcelona. I don't have too much information about the artist. Apart from it, it's a guy called Larry Rodriguez, who's been an active player in Barcelona's music scene for over a decade. But this is his debut album. Stunning. Uh, really great, really great music. But yeah, let's leave it there then. If you've got nothing else to say, thank you so much for listening to this week's Independent Music Podcast. It is God knows how many of these in a row. Can't believe we're still doing them every week. <laughs> every single week without fail one day off a year for christmas that's what we've got exactly right so yeah so (laughs) new listeners old listeners uh, patrons people who recommend us to their friends and enemies thank you so much for all the support and the love it's really appreciated if you want to send us music submissions at independentmusicpodcast.net is where to go and yeah, Anthony Chalmers. Yeah, I listened to a bunch of music from the submissions email this week. So thank you to everyone who got in touch. Lots of interesting music there. Sorry that none of it uh, ended up on this week's podcast, but I particularly enjoyed the one from the listener who did the song featuring his young children of two and three years old uh, talking about their their nightmares to some music. It was it was cool. We've, we, we, we've had some excellent stuff and I, I listened to every single one that comes into the submissions. So cheers. Everyone. Yeah, thank you so much. And yeah. I'm going to close off with a collaboration between Eminative and Liz Elensky, a husband and wife duo. Eminative, you know, his last record came out on Jazzman. He's released with Brownswood as well in the past. I think this record is self-released. It is, yeah. I actually had the track from this one featuring Rocket Number no. 9 lined up for this week. So uh, nice one, Nick. You had uh, the double result. So we both had you in. Yeah, so there's a couple of collaborators on the record. Rocket Number no. 9, Tamar Kolokuta, The Magra Band, Jessica Loren, Ben Hadwin, Vince Vela, DJ Caleb, Dan Jose and Dioke. And I'm going to play the track with Ben Hadwin. This is beautiful. It's uh, from the volume of The Light by Eminative and Liz Alensky. This track is called Fall Into Me featuring Ben Hadwin. And we'll be back next week. Bye.